Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Over, 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 all things ATL. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy Dylan Matthews alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Bo Morgan, and we are Peachtree Football. Make sure you like this podcast, download the podcast, subscribe to Peachtree Football. We are wherever you get your podcast. That is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast, Peachtree Football is there. Bo Morgan, it is officially, officially official. The Atlanta Falcons. Everybody is at training camp. All the Falcons have reported veterans the rookies were there since last week but everybody is there now and it is getting really real first comes training camp then comes the preseason and then the regular season so we are in that final heat that dead sprint to the regular season and we are that much closer to some atlanta falcons football bo morgan first things first bo how you feeling today squid billy uh i mean I'm good. Uh, uh, it's uh, I'm tired. I'm good. It, you know, it's dude. We're, I mean, players. The players reported today. Um, we're here. So, um, you know, all the veterans reported today, and and, and so it's it, we're literally. I was just thinking about this. I think I've talked about this before. That you know, my camp routine is different. I go stay with a college buddy of mine, and yeah. I'm going up there tomorrow after the show. Um, and it's uh and it's kind of it's kind of surreal every every year at the same time i'm like oh man i can't believe training camp started you know every once in a while it coincides with shark week which i'm trying to catch up on it's the busiest it's the busiest month of the year for me man as much as football season is busy when you're you're in games this pre this training camp schedule along with um the preseason and getting ready for the games and all that just makes for the busiest time of the year. But Dylan, I would, um, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, address the elephant in the room. And, um, and that's you, that's you rocking. Um, I don't know if James, I'm gonna put James on the spot. James, if you can find a picture of Falcons fullback, Keith Smith, Oh, you're going. <laughs> Man, um, that would be very. That's that a good point. Very nice, um, because <laughs> Dylan. That's a good uh, point. As we affectionately refer to him on this show and and other shows at uh, at ninety nine the game, Dylan, we refer to him as Dylan. He's rocking yeah. the Keith Smith hairdo, fresh for training camp. Facts, facts, and actually, it's funny that you say fresh for ca- training camp because that was part of the reason that. 
Uh, it happened when it happened. I, I did want to be fresh for training camp because not only um, am I going to be, I'm going to go out there for some practices, but I'm also hosting a show. Uh, I believe it's going to be Chris Goforth and I on uh, Saturday, uh, this upcoming Saturday from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. We'll be hosting a show out there. So, you know, I had to look fresh for the people. And honestly, my hair was just kind of getting a little crazy and all over the place. So I had to do something uh, either way it goes. But Decided to go with the, the cornrows, you know, just something new. Never had any type of braids before, and I just wanted to try it out and see how it looks. So, you know, I had to get fresh for one time for the one time. I was looking a little bit scrappy and scruffy, so we had to do what we had to do, Bo. So, but I'm glad I've gotten such a warm reception from everybody. So that that's that's the main thing right there. Now, um, you are in a very committed relationship. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I have to ask how that went over when you walked in that door. With oh, that, with I think the- it went over, you know, pretty well. She had now I she was not the reason I got them because she actually want has been in my ear trying to get me to like try it or at least asking me like, hey, would you ever, you know, try this? Would you ever do this? And I've always been like, nah, nah, nah. Like, I don't think I will look right. I don't I don't think I have the right head shape for it in it for it. And like this has been a conversation for probably like at least a year or so. But, Bo, to be honest with you, I was riding around on Friday after the show, running some errands, getting some things done. And you know what? I was just like, just thinking to myself, you know how it is when you're in the car alone and you just get to thinking and your mind gets to wander. And I was like, you know what? What the heck? I'm going to try. I'm going to see how it looks. The idea kept growing on me and growing on me and growing on me over time. So we just decided to try. But no, to answer your question, uh, Simone, Simone likes the new do as well. So I've I've got no negative reviews so far, so that is good. I'm happy about that. But I mean, we got we got to talk about your your dude too. Usually, Squid Billy has the hat on. He does it today. He's rocking the hair, showing you that he you know he he's got the hair flowing and going, and he's got a fresh haircut too. Because you say you're gonna wedding this Saturday. Hold on, I don't have a lot to flow. Um, <laughs> I've had the haircut for a week actually. Um, I, oh. I just it just I had to be a part of an event uh, today uh, after the show. Um, well, this afternoon. I should say, and um, you know, I probably could have gotten away with my my red eagle yeah. branch hat or my red bobber hat or or whatever I would would wear, but I, yeah. I was just trying to show that I'm I'm I am some you know I'm a, I'm the morning sh- morning sh- uh, one of the one third of the morning shift on ninety two nine the game. I'm also Correct. assistant brand manager for ninety two nine the game, and along with the executive producer for Falcons Radio Network and the ho- uh, half of this podcast, so. And a TMZ contributor. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just trying to look somewhat professional. And so I there just have not put a hat on. And, you know, I'm just going to roll with it. But, yeah, look, here we yeah. are. Um, hey. so enough We're about us, right? Um, uh, enough about us. And I'm just rocking the the same haircut Squid Billy's had for a while. And you're <laughs> um, you're rocking the Keith Smith. And uh, right. I say that because <laughs> I've, been, I, I've been looking at you and I'm like, man, Dylan reminds me of somebody with the new do, and I just couldn't couldn't pinpoint it. And Keith Smith popped in my head as we started a Falcons really podcast. Made me laugh. So. <laughs> um, and just the the absolute last. There he is. There look, is. there's Keith Smith. There he's got, it is. He's got a little bit more more going down. <laughs> he's got but, he's got the hang time. I don't got the hang time. Like I don't, I don't. I don't got that much in the back. Like I don't know how much you can see it, but I ain't got that much in the back. <laughs> no, you don't. But it it it's it's the it's the front. It's the, it's the front. It's the, it's That's the what it is. Start back here with the hairline. Yeah, it's the yeah. front. That's I, the, I sure. do like it though, Dylan. I um, I, I I said this. We talked about this 
uh, James. Um, we talked about this. Yeah, take your glasses off, Dylan, and smile. Say, hey, there he is. See that? There's we the, the twinning right now. We're yeah. twinning. <laughs> I said this on the show yesterday when, uh, on our on, on the morning shift when when you debuted it because the all for, for for you guys out there. And again, we're gonna get the Falcons here and, and really quick. Um, yeah. But Dylan wore. Um, it I, I I I it was almost like a shower cap was what it looked yeah, like. Yeah, it was a wave cap and a bonnet. <laughs> yeah, and and I was like, why? And I didn't even realize it because Dylan will walk in and he'll say, "Hey, man," and I'm like, "What's up? What's up, Dylan?" But I never look up out of my desk because I'm yeah. reading or, you know, I just don't want to talk to people at five fifteen in the morning. That's right. And um, and it probably gets like five forty five. I'm like, Dylan, what the hell is on your head? <laughs> He's like, oh, you're about to find out in a minute. And so, anyway, so it was it was a cool reveal. Uh, I give him a lot of credit. I give you a lot of credit what you did that. But anyways, Dylan, I think Appreciate we have it. Falcons news, don't we? We sure do. We actually got a <laughs> good bit of uh, Falcons news uh, to get to. So, first things first, Squid Billy. The Falcons uh, started training camp today, and they have set out uh, sent out a, a media release, press release, uh, with a couple of uh, bits of news. Number one, the Falcons have re-signed tight end Michael Pruitt and Mike th- this is actually a really good move uh for the Atlanta Falcons in my opinion um we know they got uh, they traded for Jonu Smith this offseason obviously we know they have Kyle Pitts but Michael Pruitt was a guy that really came on strong um really he was he was pretty solid honestly throughout the entirety of the year now that I think about it, I don't even want I don't think even say coming on strong does him justice because he was really solid throughout the season and uh, started catching some touchdowns towards the uh, the end of the year as well. I think he finished the year with, what, three or four touchdowns? I don't have it right in front of me, but he was a four touchdowns. Yes. Thank you, Bo. And he was a guy that uh, ended up being a, a red zone threat for the Falcons and ended up being a very good red zone threat for the Falcons. So this is a very good signing. And look, you can never have one too many pass catchers. He's also a very good blocker. I don't want to take that away from him as well. So just another versatile tight end, another pass catcher, another weapon for Desmond Ritter, and another guy who can uh, help block in the running game. So just an overall very versatile, very good weapon for the Atlanta Falcons when you talk about on the offense, Bo. Yeah, and he's a a familiar face for Desmond. So Desmond got to play with him last year. So now you look at, um, I think Parker Hesse is still on this team. Uh, I'd have to double check, but you have, you know, and Parker Hesse is a guy that, that, that kind of played a hybrid a hybrid role for, for this team. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, but, but you, you, you go to that and you have Michael Pruitt, Johnny Smith and Kyle Pitts. I think this is a situation where Michael Pruitt still has some work to do. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I'm, and, and I mean that not in a negative way, but he, he's going to have to kind of make this team. Um, and because yeah, right, right now Kyle Pitts, Johnny Smith, Michael Pruitt, and Parker Hesse, and, and, and these are, you know, are you going to carry four tight ends? I, I, I wouldn't think so. Uh-huh, um, seems like a lot. Could you move now? You know, Parker Hesse could be a guy that starts on the practice squad. Um, you know, maybe Keith Smith's job's in, in jeopardy. And, but I, I, I will oh. say this, mm-hmm. um, for the sake of you, Dylan, I would think your doppelganger should stay. <laughs> Keith Smith, you got the best out of him yeah. under Arthur Smith. And because I didn't think he played his best ball before because he was here a year or two before. And he wasn't a guy I was overly high on, but I, I thought he did a really good job um, the last few years. So I'm excited to see him um, to see him 
come back and, and I'm seeing Michael Pruitt. And I, and I think that you can find a role for Parker Hesse if you need uh, or have him on the practice squad and a guy that maybe bounces around. But, you know, it's just depth. Look, it's depth. Yeah. And those guys are going to be going for that third tight end spot. I think you will carry three tight ends easily. Um, so you're going to have the guys that are battling for it. So it's going to be interesting to see. Maybe you don't. Maybe you roll in with four tight ends and, and you, you carry three backs to start the year. And then you have a you have a fullback. Um, and you have Hesse who can do both. You know, that would make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Um, but when you do that, these guys got to got to play um, special teams as well. And I know Keith Smith can do that. I know Parker Hesse can do that. And I know Michael Pruitt can do that. So, Man, I'm already imagining a super-duper jumbo package that has my twin, Keith Smith at fullback, Jonu Smith and Michael Pruitt at twin tight ends and Kyle Pitts at a, a lining up outside a receiver. I'm already imagining Arthur Smith doing something, uh, doing something crazy, crazy good. Uh, with that so I already have that thought in my head so I wonder if we'll get to see that at all uh this season but no to your point depth is always good it's always good to have quality guys um behind you know obviously like Kyle Pitts and uh John U. Smith so we'll see what uh kind of role Michael Pruitt ends up having but again it's never ever a bad thing to have guys like Michael Pruitt on your team who can do a little bit of everything um Again, so I think this is a really good signing for the Falcons, and I'm glad Michael Pruitt is back on the squad. All right, moving over to our second bit of news, and that is on running back Caleb Huntley. He was waived. Uh, the running back was after failing a physical um, today uh, after reporting to training camp. Now, we know Caleb Huntley was coming off the uh, torn Achilles and um, but honestly, I have to have did they not expect him to fail his physical with the torn Achilles or is it a different type of physical? I, there must be a disconnect here because I, I'm wondering, like, did they not expect this because he's he's coming off a torn Achilles? No, so. no I mean, they put him on the pup list to begin with. But right. there was some that it, it had to have been um, something new that maybe came something about new that popped up okay. that would have failed the physical, whether. Um, you know, look, I'm never going to try to know every single thing. And I, and I'll, and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll probably ask, um, our, our, our cohort and special guests at times on this podcast, Mike Johnson tomorrow, Mike. exactly what he would think that, that did this, but it could have been something where he came in overweight. Right. It could have been, right. it could have been something, um, else that is a part of, of, of the make sure that they're eligible to go in the pup. I don't think it has to do with his Achilles because I, I do believe, um, well, I don't think that th that's the issue for me is with this is when you wave a guy to a fell physical, there's something that he didn't do because if not, it would be an injury settlement. Correct. Um, it's, uh, so I, I had to get more details on this, but I don't think it has to do with the Achilles because he wasn't going to be back anyways. I, you have to remember, I think he tore his Achilles in December. Yeah, it was late. It was late in the um, season. So that's a year injury anyway. So there's mm. something else that 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 did that. And I could see um I could see him possibly making a return to this, at least on the practice squad in some way, shape, or form later. So it it, it, it I want to see more on this before I yeah. get out over my skis. I just don't a hundred percent know. Yeah, don't want to speculate too much on uh what what's going on or even maybe what the plan is. Uh, like you said, uh, it doesn't mean that he, he can't 
come back um, and the Falcons can't pick him back up. So we'll see. Uh, but this is a situation where, where time will most definitely tell. So Caleb Huntley has been waived, though, by the Atlanta Falcons for now due to a failed physical. And lastly, when it comes to the latest news out of Atlanta Falcons training camp, Calais Campbell has uh, been placed on uh, the he's been designated to the non-football injury list. Um, Bo, you were you were telling me before we got started here, this could be a, a number of things all from a, a stomach ache to maybe even a, 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 a maybe a, I don't again. I'm this is an example. I'm not speculating. I don't know what exactly is going on, but maybe it could it could be a personal issue. I mean, there's no there there's no telling what could be happening with Calais, but nothing really here to be concerned about. This is uh this is basically he he he's he's he basically has permission to not be at training camp right now to take care of something. Yeah, I mean the non-football injury list is what I saw. Yeah. Um which means it was an injury that did that was occurred uh, you know, not through the 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 ways of um football. So yeah. I, I don't. I I also saw that it was considered not serious and should be back soon. So, so yeah. I, I almost said something that James would have said. Yeah, <laughs> I wish you wouldn't have said that word. <laughs> but I mean, it could be like a hangnail or something. I don't know. It, yeah. it, it, it just hey, it don't just be real mean, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be any, something silly. I mean, you know, you never know. So it doesn't seem serious. I'm not sweating it. And you do these moves. So you at this part of camp, you want to have 90 guys on that roster. Correct. Um, you want to be able to get reps on reps on reps and, and have plenty of guys to do it, not to wear other guys out. And and you never know what you're going to see from people. You might catch lightning in a bottle on something. So it's not a big deal to me. Uh, I, I you know it's July. If he had if he would have if this was Friday, um, I don't want to say this and put this. If a player that we're talking about today had been on the field and something would have occurred and a move would have been made like this, right? Then I would be, be concerned. Right? I'd be worried. Um, this. Not so much, especially a, a, a guy who's going to roll, a guy who's literally going to be counting the clock once his he retires for his five years to go into the Hall of Fame. Right. Um, no concern at all. No. Um, so, Clays is going to be fine. Uh, he'll be back, and uh, he won't. We we don't expect Calais to miss any significant amount of time uh, for the Falcons, so he'll he'll be back with the guys out in Flower Branch sooner rather than later for sure. Okay, Bo, for the second half of this edition of Peachtree Football Game, make sure you download the podcast, subscribe to Peachtree Football, wherever you get your podcast, Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that jazz. Uh, I want to go over and have a little bit of fun. Uh, we've gone through all the position battles. Uh, training camp gets started today, so I want to have a little fun when we talk about uh, what could be to come in the regular season. So I've been looking at um, some numbers, and these are all uh, via uh, the sports book on uh, FanDuel, so the FanDuel sports book. I've been looking at some over-under numbers, Bo Morgan, and we're going to start with, obviously, the big one that everybody starts with, win totals. So right now the number is the number is set at eight and a half for the uh, the Falcons line when it comes to a uh, number of wins. Right now the over, if you play the over, it's a uh, 
It's a minus uh, 122, and the under for eight and a half wins is a plus 100 when it comes to betting odds as well. But we'll stick to the just the, the number at eight and a half. Over or under eight and a half wins for the Atlanta Falcons, Bo? How you feeling? I think I know your answer. <laughs> what do you think my answer is? I think your answer is undoubtedly over for the Atlanta Falcons when it comes to eight and a half wins. Look, to me, you 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 are you're under eight and a half wins. That's a I mean you you're under to me you under ten wins is a little bit of a disappointment to me. Yeah, I, I'm taking the over. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I, I I don't. Uh, yeah, uh, over. <laughs> <laughs> all right next Let's, question yeah you push here and i'm with you too again like i said the with, with the talent this team has stacked up um with uh again the depth you're adding and and guys like michael my to michael pruitt even now this team should have more than eight and a half uh wins so we both say over on that okay let's next go to the passing game and desmond ritter desmond ritter over under Actually, this one just popped up, so let's just do this one first. And I like this number two. Regular season total passing touchdowns. Just passing touchdowns over or under 14 and a half. The line, if you are wondering, uh, actually, it's uh, minus 112 for both right now, obviously, because the season hasn't gotten started. So uh, how are you feeling about the over or under 14 and a half passing touchdowns during the regular season for Desmond Ritter? Well, he had four in four games last year, right? I believe so. It was either two or it was four. I'll, I'll double check. Oh, it might that have been two. It might have been two. I think it was two. Um, you know, I'll what? double check that for you now. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. Over. Yeah, hey, I think he has. I think he has at least twenty. I'd set the number at twenty. I I love that number at twenty. I think I think that is a sweet spot number. Look, he, especially if this team just stays. Relatively healthy. Look, you're, you're they're, uh, you know, knock on my hardwood floor right now, but you, there are going to be instances where guys get a little bit banged up. Guys going to miss time here and there. But if this team stays relatively healthy, I mean, Bijan, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, we've gone through it all. I mean, he has weapons on weapons on weapons, and this is going to be a team that is not going to be afraid to throw, take deep shots for one, and also two. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot in the red zone as well with the big weapons that they have. And 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 Bijan, too, they're all going to be red zone threats. I just don't think this offense is going to look like the offense last year. I think it's no. going to have similarities. But uh, the last year they threw 17 touchdown passes, um, 15 from Mariota, two from him. Over. Over 14. Big over. All right. Now let's get to passing yards, if I can find it. Here we go. Desmond Ritter. Total passing yards over, over under 2,525 and a half. This that seems a criminally low, Bo. I mean, to, to even be in the 2000s, that seems so low. Well, unless you're playing on him getting hurt or benched, I would say yeah, that, that they, threw for, they threw for um, just under 3,000 combined last year. Yeah, and that, and, that, and again, that's a team where they oh. were predicated on the run. And like you said, this 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 offense should be a lot different, and they should be passing the ball a lot more. And for them to get three thousand just last year, uh, being a heavy run team, I mean, they, again, this just seems criminally low. And I get it, you know, all these talking pundits and these sports books and whatnot—they don't know anything about Desmond Ritter, so they're going 
they're 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 going low on him. But I mean, my goodness, just just to give, I mean, let's look at the Jared Goff, who we know that 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 team last year in Detroit was a as a heavy run team as well. I mean, they set the over under on him for Jared Goff. This isn't the Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. They set the over under on him at uh three thousand eight hundred and fifty, so almost four thousand. So I mean, goodness. Well- in fairness, he's a guy that, you know, whether it was with the the Rams or not, he's a guy that has done it before. Um, That's true. You know, he's put up the stats before, and and, and I, I'm not a I'm not a huge Jerry Golf like fan. I don't. Yeah. I, I thought it was nice to see him kind of find his find his way late last year, um, but. But, you know, he's a guy that it, uh, has done it in the past. Um, you know, and, and by the way, he had 4,400 yards passing last year. So, um, so, so I understand that a little bit. Um, and, and I understand a little bit of why um, w- the doubt for um, yeah for Desmond. I just think that people are – that I think that number is based more off what they did last year with a um, emphasis on the run game um, and not what they've done in the off season, adding to the, to the weapons in the passing game and to what Desmond Ritter could be. So I think Definitely. that number is a little bit tunnel visioned. Yes, that, that is the perfect, uh, perfect phrase for it. Definitely tunnel vision for sure. Okay. A couple more for you here, Bo. B. John Robinson. Let's move over to the running game. B. John Robinson, Total rushing yards over under one thousand seventy five and a half. Um. Now this one, this one is this one is interesting because you know you got Tyler Algier. I mean, Bijan's going to run the ball. He's going to have his fair share of running the ball. Don't get us wrong, but he's also going to be out in, involved in the passing game yeah. a lot too. Going to catch pass out of the backfield. Going to be lined up at the slot at times. So this one's interesting. I'm actually going to go under. Okay. Um, I, I expect him to have around 15 to 1800 yards all purpose. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure how heavy they're going to run him and, and, and from a, from a rushing standpoint. And, and, yeah. and remember Tyler Algier didn't even have that many yards rushing last year. He, and I, and he, I know he got a kind of a late start to it, but he still had two over 200 carries. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that I would be surprised, honestly, if any running back for this team went over a thousand yards on the ground. Right. But I would definitely set that number. I, I think it's very possible that he could have, you know, uh, um, uh, a 700, 500, or an 800, um, 800, something like that. 800, um, 700 season, something like that. I, I think. I think he could have a lot of yards for the air. I could be way off on that. I could be way off, but I just think that he's going to be used in so many different ways that his all-purpose number would be a bigger number than anything else for him. Thousand percent with you. Well, obviously his all-purpose would be bigger, but I just mean if I'm going to do an all-under number for him, it would be based on the all-purpose and not the rushing. Yeah, I I get what you're saying. Um, Because again, look. Cordero Patterson, he's not going to carry the ball a lot, but there still are going to be times where Cordero Patterson gets some carries. Tyler Algier is going to get a lot of the line share as well, and Bijan's going to get used in the passing game a lot. So I feel like the top end for him as far as just rushing yards is 
I think the top end is 900. I think you gave the sweet spot between somewhere between 700, 850, and I think the top end for him is a uh, 900. So I, I'm with you. I don't think he gets a uh, thousand yards. Now, look, we could, like you said, could be way wrong, but I don't, uh, I don't see it uh, as of right now. Okay, let's move over to receiving uh, to close things out here, and let's focus on our guy, Drake, Drake London. All right, regular season total receiving yards we'll do receiving yards and then we'll do receiving touchdowns for drake london and then we will uh we'll wrap things up so over under this is regular season total receiving yards 800 and a half for drake london over yeah 866 last year missed uh, i think he missed a game or two and had um really didn't get a connection with the quarterback until desmond took over so i'm gonna go over um i also think it's um there's gonna be it's going to be harder just to pay only attention to Drake with with yes. with, with Kyle and Janu and Bijan and Cordero um, and uh, Mac Hollins. So, uh, I, yeah, I would go over. Definitely going over. And look, we saw it last year. I mean, there was a difference and there was a big difference between when Marcus Mariota was at quarterback and when Desmond Ritter was at quarterback. When Desmond Ritter got out there, you could see and you could feel the chemistry between drake london and desmond order that is they have a very very good rapport uh and it, and it started off just uh last year i mean they came in obviously came in together as rookies and they've been working together uh they've been really side by side since both of them uh came into the league last year so i definitely think that's going to be over because honestly i think uh, Drake London ends up being Desmond Ritter's uh, favorite target throughout the season. So I'm definitely going over. All right, last one here before we wrap up. Receiving touchdowns for Drake London. Over, under, four and a half, Bo. Man, Total that's tough. That is he had tough. Four, he, had, he, had, he had four last year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's, I'm, I'm, I had... I actually, I, I, do, I'm, I don't want to keep going over because I feel like I'm almost just getting stuck in a rut. But I think that number is pretty good. Yeah, it's going to be right there at four or five. I, I think it's five. I think I'm going to go over with five. But I think Kyle's yeah. going to get six somewhere in that range. I think Mac, Mac. I, I just think I think the ball is going to be distributed in that right. red zone. There's so much size and strength in that red zone. That's a tough one for me. But I would, I, I think that's a really really good number to be honest with you that is i i think that i think they hit the nail right on the head with that number i i'm with you i'm gonna have to back you on that one i'm gonna go five as well that feels like the right number it could be could be six uh but i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess over and i I, i'm gonna say he gets five or six uh this year um just because i think he is going to be uh the go-to guy for for Desmond Ritter. So those are some over uh, under numbers for you. If you want to take a look at all of them, there's a bunch on uh, the FanDuel Sportsbook. So you can go uh, check those out. And look, maybe we'll, uh, we didn't get into all of them. So maybe we'll get into it some again here uh, before the season gets going. We'll see. But that is going to do it for this edition of Peachtree Football. Make sure you guys like this podcast, download the podcast, subscribe to Peachtree Football. We are wherever you get your podcast. That is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast. Peachtree Football is there. Training camp is underway, y'all. And next time we talk to y'all, we'll have plenty of training camp news, storylines, 
and headlines to get into when it comes to Atlanta Falcons training camp. So stay locked in with Peachtree Football, the only place to get the best Atlanta Falcons coverage, period. For Bo Morgan, I am Dylan Matthews. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And again, like this podcast, download the pod, subscribe to Peachtree Football wherever you get your podcasts. So we talk to you guys next week.